This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona, this is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. That's why this audience is gonna have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it's Thursday, 7 December, the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, welcome to the early evening edition. I want to thank everybody and Natalie for um, handling the five. We're here for the six on the, uh, what is it, the 82nd uh, anniversary, the commemoration of Pearl Harbor. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's been throughout the day uh, talking to us. I've been putting stuff up on Getter, so I want to thank everybody for all that. Um, we got a lot to get to on the current. Uh, we can commemorate the service and the honored uh, and the valor and the honored dead of uh, of the Second World War, particularly the beginning of it, the Amer- at least the American involvement. But we got to talk about the current ones. I'm going to get to Ben Harnwell in a second. And then we're going to go through that and the fights on Capitol Hill to make sure your money doesn't get squandered anymore. I want to start off, though, by Crom. Uh, haven't had you on in a couple of weeks. Understand you've been working on a bunch of stuff. Uh, we're, we're, people are at the ramparts more than ever, and they're focused more than ever. I just want to make sure we've got lion-hearted people. I just want to make sure they still got the hearts of lions. Uh, walk me through uh, Salty, sir. Steve, thanks so much for having me. And uh, um, I'm going to hold up our bottle of Salty right here. And uh, for people who want to have a strong cardiovascular system and a healthier heart, uh, I really encourage them to go to warroomhealth.com and check out Salty. I just had a friend of mine, Steve, who's 62 years old, uh, who about six weeks ago started coming. He had a terrible cough. He was in bed, all kinds of problems. Well, about, about a week ago, he had a quadruple bypass. And it turned out that what he had was a very bad heart, even though the rest of his body was in great shape. He worked out. He did all kinds of things to keep himself fit. But, uh, but at age 62, he had quadruple, uh, quadruple bypass. And I really encourage, because heart disease can start as early as 30 years old. And many, many, many people have heart disease by the time they're 50 and don't really realize it. Their cardiovascular system is getting weaker. And Soul Tea is a, what we do here is we take a particular molecule from, from fresh green tea called theoflavin, and we extract that, that, uh, that particular molecule, and we create a 22% concentration. And we put that inside the, the soft gels that are in Soul Tea. And people take two of these a day. I've been taking Soul Tea for 20 years. And, uh, and the active ingredient in Soul Tea has, it reduced my bad cholesterol 20 years ago from 130 to 89, it's been under 90 ever since. I'm 75 years old, I take zero prescription drugs. And one thing we're doing is we, we created a little booklet, a keys to heart health. And this is not it's, not, a, it's not a book, it's just a little booklet, but now for all new orders, for new customers, um, we're adding this to the, to, the, uh, uh, to the shipment. And it's a very, very easy read, but it has some tremendous tips on how to have a stronger heart and a better cardiovascular system. So Steve, I just encourage the War Room Posse to go to warroomhealth.com. That's oh. warroomhealth.com and check out Salty and use the code WARROOM yeah. at checkout. WARROOM at checkout and they'll get 50% off their initial 
shipment. And then all of our customers on an ongoing basis get three bottles for the price of two on every 90 days. And, uh, and we always pay the freight. And so, uh, Steve, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you letting me share Soul Tea with the wonderful audience that you have. Um, I thank you. And I love the idea when you first mentioned it of the booklet. I think it's going to be tremendous. I think people are going to get it. They're going to read it. They're going to pass it on. And that's yeah, it's a nice, Remember, it's really, it's, we've got it's a, a bit, great, we, read, a great little read. And, and you've been working on this for, I don't know what, 20, 25 years. Here's the great thing is that, um, the war and posse they're they've got big hearts. They give it all and they are, they're saving their country. We've got to make sure they got healthy hearts. We need folks around here as long as possible, particularly yeah, as people and, coming into the late forties and early fifties. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, you, your heart disease creeps up on you and it and it, it gets worse over 15, 20 years. A lot of people don't even know they have it. The first indication that they have heart disease is a stroke or, or, a, or a heart attack. And, and Soul Tea is just yeah. a, a wonderful supplement uh, to, to help the cardiovascular system and help the heart. One more time, where do people go to get all the information? We'd love to immerse... Uh, our audience and information, then they take action, they use their agency. So where do they go? Uh, they go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And that'll take them through War Room Health straight to Soul Tea. Uh, on, under our, the Our Science tab, if somebody wants to go into the detail of the clinical trial, they can do that. Uh, it's very detailed. It's a bunch of uh, doctors can understand it, but I, I've read through it and there's some things I understand. Most of it I don't, but it's it was a very thorough study, and uh, and it showed that uh, that our product will help lower cholesterol and manage cholesterol. Uh, and and, uh, and if you use the code War Room at checkout, uh, then the War Room Posse will get 50% off of its initial shipment. And then, Steve, what we do for all of our subscribers is on an ongoing basis, we do ship them three bottles for the price of two every 90 days, and then we pay the freight. And so our subscription program is by far the best value. And also, since you're gonna take a bottle of these every month, we ship you three of these. We ship you three of these every 90 days. And so we always keep you in supply and you don't have to worry about it. Perfect. And as I said, we pay the freight. Perfect, Crom, thank you so much. I appreciate it, really appreciate it. Thank, thank you so much, I appreciate it. Um, you, you've had victories. And I want to make sure people understand this, although I have been ripping on uh, Johnson and this crowd for taking off because I think we got to work through the thing. So, you know, you've heard my you heard my spiel on that. The victory you've had is that they're leaving and there's no the House hasn't even come gotten close to come up with any of the Ukraine thing. Ukraine must be defeated. For the simple reason we can't we got to quit giving the 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 fuel to put onto the fire or the jet fuel to throw on a burning, raging dumpster fire. The way to do that is to stop the money. Once you stop the money, people will start to listen. You, you've got, I don't know, 75,000 to 100,000 casualties of Ukrainians. I'm going to talk about Russians, Ukrainians. I mean, it's a slaughterhouse over there. The place looks like Dresden. I, it's pretty stunning. All these different villages and these strategic, you know, look like, you know, strategic hamlets that they fought for. I don't know. So they think 75 to 100,000 uh, combat troops support troops, civilians, men, women, and children. And of course, they've got a diaspora, but a lot of that diaspora, let's be brutally frank about it, are just our draft dodgers, guys that get out of there. That's what's in, in Ireland, a lot of. 
They just got out of there. They didn't want to be they were thrown into the charnel house. Because I think they realized the corruption of Ukrainian society wasn't going to end well. Now, you had this fracas in the house. Where it stands right now, the, the, the Senate tried to pass something the other day without even the border thing. It didn't pass. It lost 49-51. Didn't come close. to. They got to get 60 votes to break filibuster and get, kind of get on with it. Didn't even come close. Schumer, in fact, voted against it. So that's technically something that they can kind of keep it alive and come back to it. But the House is going to, the House said today, they're leaving on the 15th and nothing's coming up. Not even, they're going to do the impeachment inquiry next week. And that's about it. And there's a big firestorm over this NDAA with all the woke stuff in there. And of course, uh, the uh, FISA extension to April just kicked the can down the road. But it ain't going to be any can kicked in, uh, in um, Ukraine. Although, and you got to give MTG a hat tip for this on the NDAA. That's a National Defense Authorization Act. It has to be annual. She said they stuck another $350 million back in there, you know, page 9,000. They slipped it right in because that's the way they are. And, of course, Johnson knew about it, and Johnson's kind of approved it. I think that's still a little bit in the balance, but I think we consider that it's a long shot if we can win it, but there's still people out there fighting. Ben Harnwell, get us up to date. That was a shock. Zelensky's now putting out that he canceled the call, but what happened is they had a fracas in the Senate. But here's what happens. It happens to Johnson a lot and his staff a lot. They had these top secret or highly classified briefings. And they come out in there and they're, 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 they're totally shaking. That is what the intelligence community wants to have happen to you. They want you rattled, particularly if you're a guy like Johnson. You never got these before. They want to have you rattled. So then you're like putty in their hands. They can do what they you're malleable. They can do what they want. Uh, that's what, you know, we have to stop. There are guys over there are smart enough. The Gates is the world and others that have seen through this. But. As of now, Ukraine funding is dead, and I think Ukraine funding is dead, and we're not even having a discussion on the southern border because the Democrats aren't even prepared to talk about anything of this invasion of our country, and that's paramount. The question has to be every day, what have you done to stop the invasion of this country? Ben Harnwell, walk me through the update on, on Ukraine situation because reality is going to set in pretty quickly. There's no more money, and the Europeans, I'm sure, are going to need shock therapy because they're the ones... The, the elites of Europe are the ones grifting off this uh, most of all. Uh, your thoughts, uh, observations, what's happening in the news? Good evening, Steve. Well, the first thing I'll say um, is that what is happening in the United States, and I normally say what's happening in Europe is coming to America. Really, what's happening in the United States right now is having, I would suggest, a direct impact on what's going on in Ukraine. Um, the, the, the slow disintegration and collapse of its political system. I'm going to go into that in a moment. I just want to respond to your point about MTG's highlighting of this mysterious $300 million um, that, that Congress is trying to sneak in um, at the last moment. You know, $300 million is a lot of money, Steve. Um, however, it's not the $61 billion, according to some counts, $80 billion, according to others. Uh, that's, 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 um, that's hanging... Uh, that, that, that the White House has requested. Um, and if it were, if it ends up only being $300 million, um, that would be one heck of an achievement for, um, for the war in posse to the, um, and for the, for the wider MAGA movement. But obviously, obviously, the, the, the line of principle is not a single red penny, not a single red cent. And that's the line that needs to be uh, forced on onto. Now, what did I decide? I said that's what's happening in um, America is, is starting to uh, affect now the, the political system in Ukraine. Let's have a look at that. 
because you know we covered on the show yesterday how the um, the mayor of Kiev had said that under President Zelensky, Ukraine is sliding into authoritarianism. That was his direct quote. Um, and you know we've talked about the the, 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 the tensions with the, with the military with the with the commander in chief who's currently winning, by the way, Steve, on a ninety eight percent approval rating, right? Which is basically North Korean numbers. An illustration of, of how oh, the hang on. Ho, ho, ho. Don't, don't, but that, don't don't hang on. Don't skip over that. That tell me what that number means. Does that mean the people support him? They trust him? Is that a, a fake number? Tell me what that. What's the importance of that number? What does it mean? Yeah, well, let's go to the trust. There are two polls that came out this week by a Kiev polling firm. Um, one of them pitted um, trustworthiness, uh, and they put um, general. Um, uh, Zaluzny on uh, 82% off the top of my head and they put Zelensky on I think 72% so they, they put the commander in chief the military general 10% ahead of Zelensky um, and, and another brought sort of broader satisfaction figure uh, uh, no excuse me on, on who would they uh, who who people in Kiev uh, uh, would, would, would be satisfied with they I think they put um Zelensky on 44 and, and General Zaluzny on uh, 42. Steve, it's the margin of error. This is if if, if he were to stand um, in an election. It's the margin of error. This is why Zelensky is so terrified of um, presidential elections and why he has postponed them, or, uh, postponed them, cancelled them for spring next year. Let's contrast that with, with Russia, by the way, Steve, to open some brackets. Um, Russia has confirmed today uh, one of their federal councils has confirmed that the presidential elections will be taking place in March of next year. So elections in Russia, the, the great enemy of democracy, no elections uh, in Ukraine, which is whom we are supporting. Steve, uh, um, so, so that's what's, by the way, what's going on in Ukraine. And that's one of the reasons why the regime is winning so scared. Hang on, in I'm not saying, but hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, we're not opining to the fairness of the Russian elections. I mean, it's the KGB. You got to take it for what it is. But your point is that at least on the optics of it, the Russians in a time of war say, hey, we'll, we'll have an election. And the Ukrainians have been adamant, adamant that, uh, that they don't want an election. Does, will this change with the reality that, the Americans then come through with. Here's the thing: the White House has been blunt. We're out of money and we're out of time, and even the 300 million is going to get slipped in because the NDA is not going to be formally passed through and everything done with it until I think February or March. You still got a big negotiation process to do it. I believe I'm correct on that. It might be incorrect, but I think it's correct. So it's February, at least before anything happens. But for real money, and they need billions. Remember, that's 60 to 80 billion. They're getting here on top of the 115 to 120 we already gave them. So you're, cl you're getting close to $200 billion, right, two years into this war. Of course, this will go into the, to the third year if it continues to go. But there's no cash coming from the U.S. Does that change the temper of this thing in Europe? Is that a shock therapy to the capitals of Europe? Did they get off their ski holidays and sit there and go, well, hang on for a second. The deplorable said what? They're just not sending a check over here for 60 or $80 billion. Don't they love democracy? Don't they love democracy in a country that refuses to have elections? Is that where we are, Ben? Well, over in Europe, in the European Union, there is a debate now over 451, excuse me, uh, billion euros worth of aid to Ukraine, which is currently um, in, in the balance. 
I, I said before when you asked me this question a couple of days ago, I'll respond again. America is the most important political, economic, military, cultural force in the world. Um, and Europe and America, for all the differences between those two continents, are together um, in what is sort of a, a, effectively a new conceptual Cold War, uh, a, a new sort of iron curtain, if you will, that, that, that seems to be forming with the BRICS nations on one hand and then the, the old Judeo-Christian West on the other. Um, so for all the differences between the, the United States and the European Union and the hesitations and the fears and the doubts and the ambiguities, these are two strategic partners. Um, and there's very little doubt about that. Now, especially with, with I say, the, the, the widening, um, the forcing of, 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 uh, of alliances into two blocks. So that said, because America is so culturally, military, economically uh, powerful, really, and the European Union is really still comprised of, of member states, whether they're sovereign or not is a, is a separate philosophical question, but, but really that the, the power is still very much at member states level. Um, so all, you know, you have France, you have Germany, you have the UK, which is no longer in, in the Union, you have Switzerland, you have all these countries. Um, but everyone is watching to see what is going to take place in the United States, uh, because if the United States does pull the plug financially, it's not the case that the, Europe, the European Union is going to want to, to come in and fill the, the gap. They're more likely to say, well, you know, why, we don't really need to be spend, throwing good money after bad here. I, think that's, I, I would suggest that is more the dynamic that's going to be taking place here. Why? Because in June of next year, there's the, uh, the European parliamentary elections. Um, and as we've been discussing, I think we're probably the best news organization on the world for this. We've been drilling down on this on, on the on the, the right, the, the, the rise of what's called the so-called the far right across the European Union. Obviously, there are uh, different iterations taking place according to the specific cultural context. But one thing that is absolutely clear uh, amongst all of these, um, Ukraine is an element, right? We discussed it on Ireland uh, the other day about the huge numbers of 75% of uh, asylum seekers in Ireland are from Ukraine. That is definitely an element. Of course, but there's another far more substantial issue here is the immigration crisis, totally out of hand. So you have all of these countries now, uh, and they're absolutely scared, terrified um, of, of what is going to happen next June. And I think that, to, to circle back to answer your question, but, but is why... But hang on, but isn't, isn't a big... Isn't a big element that plays in here. Obviously, the the invasion of their countries and the lack of sovereignty and all that. And they look at Poland and they look at Hungary as two that stood tough, had walls, had borders, and were no nonsense. They're the ones that don't have these problems. But isn't the elite like here? What you're seeing and the reason they're attacking us so hard for being, um, what is it, for being uh, a fascist and the one Trump is a dictator and all, everything like that. Although they're, they're the ones that want the FISA extension, not us. We don't want the ability to spy on Americans. They want it, and they're the ones fighting for it. Isn't the elite, the military-industrial complex's uh, um, information warfare branch, led by Admiral Stavridis and these other guys that are on MSNBC and CNN and Fox all the time, that promise quick victory or Russia's losing or this is going to happen, and then the spring offensive, and they're going to take Crimea, they're going to take this. They're, they've all been stripped of any credibility. Because everything they said was either completely stupid or just an outright lie. So isn't that going to happen in, when the European parliamentary elections come on? I tell you one thing that I think is going to be a big force, and we're going to make sure it's a big force. Because we love the people of Europe. We love the populist movement over there. 
but we can't we despise the elites because they've kind of leached off the whole system. It's going to be quite evident that Trump is coming back to power. And one of the things that Trump's coming back to power is kind of, hey, what's the EU really doing? What are we doing on trade deals? And more importantly, they're just not going to be writing blank checks for NATO anymore. Forget Ukraine. The Ukraine funding will be over by then. But and it's going to be a big campaign issue here. We're not looking for a protectorate. If you're going to be an ally, you're going to be an ally because everything, all the fear mongering they're doing now is General Austin. Well, if you don't pay up the, uh, the 60 or 80 billion dollars, American boys are going to be over there because they're going to come run. They're going to come rolling the tanks out of Moscow. And, you know, Article five is going to kick in in Moldavia or someplace like that. Although I think there would be a big national conversation before combat troops, American combat troops were put into like I'm going to pick a random the Balkans are the Baltic. Um, and I think people have to be worried that won't that have a massive, not just the immigration and the, it's not immigration. It's a mass uh, invasion of Europe, particularly through Spain and France and Italy. But won't the other reality sets in that people are going to have to understand, hey, the Americans say we're going to have to pay something here to actually defend ourselves. We're not going to get a free ride off the Americans anymore. Um, a substantial difference between Europe and America is the the difference in um, in the, there isn't in Europe a, um, a, a polish there isn't that is informed on our issues. For example, there is no European parallel to the war room that is out there every day covering these things, feeding the news back, informing the people, encouraging the people then to sort of contact their their, their legislators. Later, there there is that there is that lacking as a consequence of that absence. Uh, the, the the European politics political system is is a, is a lot more retrograde and a lot more reactive, and far more so than than the American than the American context, where you can really really see now the people, the American people pushing forward. Uh, like like for example, with the the funding of, of Ukraine, it is that it, that is. The reason why Congress is, lot, is, is starting to move on this finally is because the American people will not put up with it any longer. That's, that's a different context to the one we have here in Europe. And I think the political class here in Europe, which by tradition is a lot more distant and aloof from the people it represents. I mean, there, aren't, there, isn't, there isn't a huge traditional culture of democracy in a lot of European member, members of the European Union, European countries, Steve. Um, so you have like with the French, you know, it, it's a it's a na it's a national point of honor that their that their elites are aloof uh, and out of touch. That 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 is something that they take pride in. Um, as a consequence, therefore, to to answer your question, the political class is 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 a lot more in Europe. It's a lot more insulated from the anger that is building up uh, across Europe. They don't know how to to um, ascribe the causes of that anger. Um, and there, as a consequence, oh, oh, there's a lot of whoa, denial. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. If you're a sentient human being, I mean, you and I spent 18 and, and a big part of 19 over there. If, you're, if, you, if you can fog a mirror, you have to understand what the anger is from. It's pretty self-evident that the, these countries are allowing in a, a mass invasion of the country to take over their culture, societies. And these people have to pick up the tabs with the crime and the rapes and all of it. And nobody does anything about it. In fact, they, they criticize like the Irish or the hooligans if you stand up to it. You're, you're the problem. That's number one. Number two, the economy doesn't really grow, right? Because it's all debt laden. It's all highly leveraged. Everything just kind of kind of moves in slow motion. It's like one continuous. Like, well, how can, they, how can they not care? You have individual parliaments in these countries. 
Then you have an overall parliament that's kind of so basically if the European are like the United States, it's equivalent. The European Parliament is equivalent to the American Congress or at least the House of Representatives or the, or the House of Commons. How can it be when you say detached, people actually have a vote? Are they just total sheep? Well, just just to just to, to, to respond to that final point first, um, perhaps the more the more um, accurate way of saying that the relationship between the European Parliament and the various electorates across the European Union is to say that it's more like a Senate. It's more like a European Senate rather than um, the European House of Representatives. And of course, that parallel holds because there's a different psychology between the Senate and the House of Representatives in the state uh, um, 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 in the states. Look, when I worked in Brussels, I worked in, in the European Parliament. I, I don't know if the situation has changed now, but when I worked there, the, the civil servants who worked in the European Commission, which is it's like an, in the Commission, it is, it's, it is a bureaucracy, it is a civil service, but it is an executive bureaucracy. It's what they would like in Washington, D.C., where, where you actually have civil servants who have executive ministerial positions and who aren't elected by the people. Um, by the way, they're chosen by, by, by the member states on a one one. I, t- I tell you what, hey, ben, 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 just hang on. Ben, ben, hang on. Ben, hang on. I'm, I'm going to keep you through the break. We'll take a short commercial break here. Want everybody, uh, so this is going to get only more intense, more intense in the economy, more intense on the debt, more intense on the deficits. Uh, Johnson and this crowd think that, hey, they can just come back in uh, January and they're going to wave a magic wand. It's all going to be better. Hey, a note to self. It's not going to be better. It's going to be a bigger problem. Like, I don't know how you go home for Christmas with that being out there. You couldn't enjoy it. That's why let's get it done on this side of the holiday. Have it done now. Maybe it takes you a few more days. You don't get home to Christmas Eve, but it's a job well done. You've done. You put it in back of you. It's done. We can start the new year and get on with it. That's not happening. But that's it. They've chosen to do it. But you don't have to be sucked down into that vortex. How do you avoid it? Get smart, get knowledge, get understanding, get wisdom. The way you do that is to talk to experts. You need to go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. And what do you need to ask them? Get Philip Patrick and the team on there and say, hey, look, help me out here, uh, Philip. I'm drinking a uh, a Warpath coffee, uh, and I kind of like it. I like the dark brew. I like the mild brews too. Warpath.coffee uh, slash worm. Get your discount. I like that. But I got a question. Why are the BRICS? Why are these countries that, that are kind of against us and, and, and have all the resources, particularly in the Persian Gulf, why are they buying gold at record rates in 22 and 23 and the Federal Reserve is trying to work on the central bank digital currency? Wait for the answer. Cut the phone off. Have a long draft off that coffee and think. Short break. Back in a moment. It can happen anywhere. Fires, hurricanes, tornadoes, mudslides. Regular cell phone service is fragile and can go down in an instant. Just ask the folks out in Maui. And when that happens, how will you contact your loved ones? That's why you absolutely need a satellite phone. Regular cell phones cover less than 8% of the Earth's surface. But with your sat phone, if you can see the sky, you can make a call. It's got 100% global coverage, ensuring you're always within reach. Your calls are secure and private. No one's eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military trusts these phones to communicate securely. Your text messages encrypted. Only the intended recipient can read them. 
Everything you do with this phone is 100% private and 100% secure. Right now, War Room's trusted partner, Satellite Phone Store, is giving you a free and Marsat satellite phone with a 12-month plan if you go to sat123.com slash Bannon right now. That's sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon right now. Be ready for anything, earthquake, wildfires, terrorism, anywhere on Earth with your new satellite phone today, as well as your free bonuses. Visit sat123.com slash Bannon and use code Steve50. At checkout for free activation or dial 855-980-5830 to snag your free Amarsat satellite phone today. That's sat123.com slash Bannon code Steve50 or call 855-980-5830. Debt. You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. Now, here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done with debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done with debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently, without bankruptcy, and without additional loans. Done with debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's done to debt donewithdebt.com. Go there today. Action, action, action. Stop the worrying. Take action. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Hey, welcome back. Uh, ben Harnwell, we're, we're pressed for time here. We're going to get you back on tomorrow. Breaking news, there's no real movement on this situation with Ukraine funding. We told you but they can't they can't hold the border hostage because they're just trying to put some bells and whistles on it. Then a couple of guys like Mike Lee and some other people stood up, and even Johnson sent the letter and said, hey, it's got to be fundamental, transformative. you got to give us control of asylum. They're so freaked out of they give that. Trump will inherit it. It'll make our job easier in shutting down the border. But the border's got to be shut down long before that. Bottom line, 
Ukraine, the $60, $80 billion kind of get kicked to the curb uh, unceremoniously. And I hope the leaders in, uh, in London and in Brussels and Davos and all that understand stop watching MSNBC and CNN. They've been dead wrong. We told you it was going to happen. The war room led the effort on this to stop the killing, the needless killing and sacrificing of folks in Ukraine when all this, all the military consultants and everybody tied to the military industrial contract has just been lying from the beginning. We're kind of where we started, except we got, I don't know, 75,000 to 100,000 dead, many more wounded. Uh, I think a third of the population, 25% of the population of Ukraine has left. They'll never recover. The other things that never recover, nobody's ever going to approve Larry Fink and these guys sending trillions of dollars over to rebuild it. That, that's a joke. That's going to have to come from Europe, too. That's the next big fight. But something else is happening. I had Yoram Hazani on this morning and about this, uh, the Sharia supremacist uprising throughout the world. And, Ben, you've been working this with Raheem Ghassam and others around the European Parliament now for, I don't know, over a decade or 20, 30 years. And I guess since 2013 with Rotherham, it's been going on forever. There's a is there a law being passed right now that's against the law to burn the Quran? Tell me what's going on in this, because I don't know if they got any laws about burning the holy word of God, which would be the Bible. Yes, Steve, this is a development in Denmark and the Danish parliament has passed a law that has now made it illegal. They've prohibited the act of burning the Quran. Um, so, for example, I mean, they were, they were saying that there were, there were, there were various protests in, in front of a number of diplomatic uh, missions. Of, uh, they wanted to tamp that down. So just to put this into perspective, Steve, uh, and I am broadly a free speech absolutist. Um, so to, you know, if you wanted to protest, for example, the U.S. government, for example, in, um, in Israel, in the Holy Land, for example, you could, you could go in front of an embassy and burn... The, the, the American flag. Now, some people, are obviously, obviously, especially, especially people who, not just people who've, who've served in the forces, some people find that uh, a step too far. But as I say, I, I am a free speech absolutist. So you can burn the American flag, but you can't burn the Quran now in, in Denmark. Now, so the obvious question is why not? And because uh, in, in Denmark, it, it, it's, it's considered by Muslims, obviously, burning the Quran, an act of blasphemy. Fair enough. But what is now strange is that a secular, modern, European, supposedly liberal, progressive state like Denmark, you know, one, 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 at the forefront of, of the liberal, progressive um, democracies in, in Northern Europe, they have now got the, the, the secular government underwriting Sharia law, right? That, that you now have a secular state saying, we're going to prohibit burning the Quran because it's a blasphemous act. Well, the last time I looked, Denmark wasn't a Muslim nation. But, ah, this is what happens. This is how, these are the signs that you see that the historic cultural basis of a society shifts, in this case, shifting from the, the traditional Christian cultural religious context to another faith, the Islamic faith. And, and under that context, it's, in, it's entirely logical and natural that, that a country whose primary cultural force is Islamic uh, would prohibit burning the Quran. Now, this is one of these things, Steve, just to, to, to refer back to what we said before the break. This is one of these things where it's happening in Europe now, and if nothing changes in the United States, this will be happening in America tomorrow. Oh, it's no doubt about that. Um, because that's, that's what this war is about. It's a Sharia, it's Muslim Brotherhood's Sharia supremacist 
Ben, how do people get to you on Getter, how they follow you everywhere on Warm.org, all of all your special exclusive content? All free, I might add. All free, but where do they go? Uh, as you say, Warroom.org, uh, Bannon's Warroom on Rumble, and on Steve Bannon on Getter. Now, Stephen K. Bannon does have a, a couple of my excellent posts waiting in the pipeline to, to share. I am just going to, to, to say now in five seconds, one thing that I will be posting on um, is the assassination of a pro-Russian former Ukrainian member of parliament in Moscow, uh, Ilya uh, Kiva. Um, now, you mentioned... Uh, just in, as we started off in this segment, talking about the differences and the similarities between Ukra Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. As the political <clears throat> class in Ukraine implodes, it is more and more resembling the regime um, that we're supposed to be against. And let's not forget, let's not forget, Putin still hasn't killed Alexei Navalny, uh, who's, still, who's only in prison. The, the, and this, this assassination, Steve, the, the SBU has already yeah. taken credit for that. So... That's the that's the that's the way things. The, SB, are the SBU up in being the SBU being the SBU being the intelligence services of Ukraine, correct? Absolutely so. Yeah, absolutely so. Thank you. By the way, Putin doesn't have time. He's down with our ally, quote unquote, in UAE, MBZ, being honored like a conquering hero. Uh, enough of that for another day. That's where you go. Go to Birch Gold. Go to Birch Gold. Understand the the power of what's happening here with the BRICS. MBZ in the UAE is one of them. Supposed to be our ally. They've already announced they're off of. Uh, they're going to get off the petrodollar. They're going to do it in the currency of the people buying long-term purchases of of significance, and that being led by the Chinese Communist Party. So he's down there as part of OPEC plus to cause all kind of problems. This is what you have when you have feckless leadership. Ben Harnwell, thank you very much. We thank had, so much, I think, Steve yesterday one of the most important interviews. Thanks, brother. And one of the most important interviews we've done uh, with uh, Matt Staver over at Liberty Council. And Matt's a pretty steady guy. He's won tons of cases at the Supreme Court, really takes on things that are serious with with taking on cases. He thinks that he can change the narrative and change the direction of the country by winning. Uh, he had some very harrowing things to say. I asked David and Nancy Flynn to join us from Warrior Essentials. Let's say, David, Nancy, thank you for joining us. I want to play a little press for time. I want to play the clips. Let's play the first clip, and then I want you guys to respond. And so these researchers found the levels of that residual DNA fragment to exceed acceptable levels that has been set by even the World Health Organization and the FDA and others. So these are problematic in that what uh, one of the researchers who formerly was with uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology uh, human Genome Project, who was one of the researchers for this, he said that what these fragments can do is that these fragments can create various kinds of cancers and various mutations. They can alter your DNA. They can impact your DNA structure within your body. And that's why it's so serious. And Okay. Uh David and Nancy, when I heard the Stavers are very steady, Eddie, he's won tons of uh, cases. He's using research here from from uh, the Warren Posse, working with uh, Daily Clout and Naomi Wolf and Amy Kelly's team. But he also does his own research substantial. This scared the audience to death. Tell me what he just said. And I know you guys have been working on solutions to this for a long time, but tell our audience what just happened there. Hey, thanks for having us on, Steve. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. So I, he's referring to Steve Kirsch and uh, and Philip Buckholtz there, 
who, who have both been on the cutting edge of, of a lot of the discoveries. Uh, Naomi Wolf, uh, she's been there too, so I don't want to leave it. There's too many names to, to, to list there. But just on the cutting edge of finding what was really in the shots, and it, it's the, the DNA in there, it's, it's actually, it was an experimental gene therapy. They weren't really vaccines. They were, they were more of gene therapies. Uh, that, Steve, that's, that's why we came out with our Restore Gene product. Um, you know, it's, we actually, um, we, we can't affect your DNA. We don't want to change your DNA, but we can change your epigenome. And the epigenome controls the DNA. So, you know, what, what the heck's an epigenome? Well, think of your DNA as your hardware, and the epigenome is the software that runs it, and it decides, you know, what genes are activated, what aren't. And one of the concerns people have when they when they look at this potential mutations that can occur from these shots is that it can go in and, and, and deactivate, you know, you have good genes and bad genes. Some genes make you healthier, some genes might promote, you know, tumor growth or things like that. And and that's what, what he went on to talk about in that uh, in that clip is that doctors are seeing just a surge in these turbo diseases and cancers and, and people people going into the doctor mm -hmm. and you know it's not you have cancer in three months come back and we're gonna start working on it it's you have cancer and three weeks later it's stage four and you're getting ready to die and that's unusual that 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 isn't really typically the way way those diseases have progressed and and a lot of the a lot of the attention and research now is looking at you know is that because of these mutations so um, it, it scary times. Yeah, one, one thing I will say is that the, these shots, it's, it's like an onion, but every time we peel back another layer, it, ju it just gets worse and worse and worse. And whether, you know, whether it was intentional or not intentional, you know, we're, that's not our job here. There, there's a whole army and, and those guys are doing great work on the legal side. And there's a lot of great researchers uh, doing work there. Our role is basically to take our experience and expertise, which is uh, targeted nutrition, supplementation, healing through diet, and apply it to how we can help people deal with these consequences. Because if if we don't take back control of our health, how are we going to have an army to go and and affect these changes in the world that we need to change to get our freedom back? So so they, I mean you can you can let, touch on a little yeah. of uh, our, our how we got let, here. No, how, how let, we... Let, let, yeah, let's play the next clip and then we'll, we'll, sure. we'll more fully work this out because what this guy said is so explosive. Let's go ahead and play the next clip. So we have not only a very aggressive and skilled legal team, but we have a very skilled research team. And on the COVID issue, and particularly the VAX itself, we've done an incredible amount of research. So when I say that, I'm not being histrionic. I, that is just what the facts are. And recently, there's a verified study that came out in April of 2023. Four Massachusetts-based uh, researchers discovered the presence of parts of DNA sequence known as the simian virus 40 or the SV40 origin enhancer promoter, which has long been used in experimental gene therapy research. Uh, this is a real problem to have within these COVID shots. And this is particularly that was discovered in the Pfizer slash BioNTech shots. Typically what happens in manufacturing the mRNA COVID shot, you have bacterial produced circular DNAs that are used as a template to make the modified RNA, which after purification then is supposed to eliminate all of the residual DNA fragments. The problem that what we found in this and what these researchers have discovered is that there are DNA fragments that were not purified that still remain in the Pfizer BioNTech vials. Now, why is that a problem? That's a problem because of this SV40 uh, this is an animal type of uh, product 
And this is a residual DNA that's in the vax that goes into your body. And so these researchers found the levels of that residual DNA fragment to exceed acceptable levels that has been set by even the World Health Organization and the FDA and others. So these are problematic in that what uh, one of the researchers who formerly was with uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, uh, Human Genome Project, who was one of the researchers for this, he said that what these fragments can do is that these fragments can create various kinds of cancers and various mutations. They can alter your DNA. They can impact your DNA structure within your body. And that's why it's so serious. Okay. You, you guys are the experts. Please help me out here because this sounds like a science. When I, when I had Staver on, he's such a steady Eddie. When he started talking, I said, I got to get the Flynn's on. I said, I'm starting to get scared because I've always said it was a, a, a experimental gene therapy, but I'm, I'm just some guy talking, right? This sounds like a horror movie. Am I wrong there? I, I wish you were. I mean, I, I wish you were. If, if you if you um, had put this in a script of taking it to Hollywood a few years ago, they would have laughed you out of the room. But uh, you know, the, what we don't know is why these are in there. I mean, I mean, we know that you know he did a good job explaining some of the technical reasons of where they came from. Um, we don't know were they just rushing it? Were these left in intentionally? We we just we, we don't know that. But we know what these do when they get in the body. I mean, these even some of these have been in, in previous vaccines, even, be, vaccines. even before COVID. Yeah, the monkey kidney cells, they found that in childhood vaccines as well. And SB40 was, was also part of what they found in, in all the childhood vaccines, which is what we've been working with for uh, 17 years, uh, the effects of that. So, um, but it's, it, it, you know, no matter why they're in there, it, it, yeah, it's bad, and it's as bad as it sounds, and, and it's something that, you know, we need to address on multiple levels. We need to address why they why they lied, what, whatever reason they put it in there, why did they hide that from, from the regulators? Why did they hide that? Because nobody had informed consent. How do you put a needle in your arm with informed consent if they lie to you about what's in it? So they hid it. Uh, it, it's very detrimental. Uh, a lot of these things, especially like the SV40, they can cause cancer. And now we're seeing an explosion in cancers. So, uh, you know, go figure. Maybe they, they'll call that an anecdotal story. But when you get enough anecdotal stories put together, it's, it's no longer, you know, there, there, it, has, it, has, uh, it has strength behind it. Let, let, me, let, me, let me play the last clip, and then I'll have a couple minutes to turn to you guys to talk about the regimen you've got to, to sort this thing out. Let's go ahead and play the last clip. Well, if you look at, say, for example, Bill Gates, uh, Bill Gates has a revolving door between his nonprofits and the WHO and the other agencies and the people that are in the FDA and the CDC and the NIH. Uh, they're not going to criticize Big Pharma because once they transition out of their government job, they're going to get a big lucrative job with one of those Gates uh, nonprofits or they're gonna get a big job with one of the big pharmaceutical companies. So there's this revolving door between big pharma and the drug agencies, and there's this revolving door and this symbiotic relationship between people like Bill Gates and his nonprofits. We could have a whole program just on the incredible amount of money that he made in investing in BioNTech. I mean, how did he choose BioNTech as an example? It was a company that was eight or 10 years old, never had a, FDA approved product. And yet 
in 2019, he invested millions and millions of dollars into BioNTech, and then lo and behold, BioNTech gets this job to create an mRNA shot along with Pfizer, but BioNTech was the entity, and now it becomes a huge uh, profit for Bill Gates. There is a symbiotic connection between that, and so I think what we've seen is there's a reformation that is necessary within the agencies that regulate big pharma, like the FDA, CDC, NIH, Within Big Pharma itself, we need to amend and change the laws so that they don't have this liability protection for vaccines that goes back to the 1980s. And we also need to challenge the medical community to start thinking for yourself. Many of them are, but so many are not. We got about three minutes, but you guys have come up with the register. I mean, this thing yesterday, and I can't tell you, hearing it in highlights is even worse. You guys have worked on this for years, 17 years. You now have a regimen of what people can do. Just walk me through what you've got and how do people get access to it because I want them to immerse themselves in information because we were all called conspiracy theorists a couple years ago when we said, hey, we think this is experimental gene therapy. This thing pretty, could be dangerous. Let's think about it. We were all shut down, and now it's coming up that's true. So walk us through the solution. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I don't think either one of us are going to be getting any of those cushy job offers from Big Pharma anytime soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so yeah, you, you know, we, we touched on our story before about how we, you know, we, we had a son who was vaccine injured, and that, that just opened our eyes. So when this whole thing happened, we had, we had a lot more clarity into what was going on. But I know we're short on time. So we talked about our restoraging product, but just what we have in our protocol it's uh, it, it, we really almost looked at it like a triage situation. We have to prioritize and identify and, and see what we need to deal with at each, uh, you know, as quickly as we can. The first thing we want to do is get this, get these toxins out of your body. And uh, we were actually working on a formula for a different reason. It turned out that it activated and promoted a, a process in the body called autophagy. And that's the body's recycling process. That's where the body just gets the junk out, breaks it down. So like the spike protein, it's gonna break it down into amino acids and then give those back to the body so that you can build healthy cells. So you wanna get the, you wanna remove the toxins out of the body. Uh, then we looked at how do we start repairing some of the damage. And a lot of the damage that people are seeing is clotting issues. You know, these micro clots, or even if you, if you, if you saw um, uh, Richard Hirschman's uh, uh, videos that he put out, the uh, funeral director, where he was pulling out these clots that, that you know, I don't know, they looked like garden hoses coming out of people. Mm -hmm. So so how do you get rid of those? Well, you can use a, a, a protease, and uh, like, a, like a natokinase or something like that, and those basically have the ability to break down the fibrin and blood clots. So we have our natto product out there uh, that can go and help help with some of those clotting issues. And then we get to kind of, that, that's dealing with the immediate uh, issues. Then we have to start looking to the future, and and that's what uh, that's what uh, Matt Staber was just talking about. These turbo issues coming, these degenerative diseases. You know, the body attacking itself, or or diseases just getting out of control. And and we feel a lot of that from the research we've done is that it's part of the, the DNA guys. Guys, we we got we got we've got we got we got to bounce. Where do people go to start to immerse themselves? We'll have you back on tomorrow because I want to drill down on this. Absolutely. Where do people go? Warroomwellness.com. Warroomwellness.com. We've got a great special there for your listeners and for the War Room Posse. And uh, Warroomwellness.com. Check it out. All kinds of info there. It should answer all your questions. Uh, we're always here to help. So we appreciate it, Steve. I want everybody go. I want everybody to go there right now. We'll continue this tomorrow. Uh, make sure you also check out Birchgold.com. Got to find out the driving forces. You got to talk to Philip Patrick and think birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get Philip Patrick and the team on the phone and get them on the phone today. 
to ask what are the underlying forces driving this rise in gold prices? Where does it head? What does it mean? What does it mean for the dollar? What does it mean for your retirement? They're the experts. Go there. Um, Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Go check it out. We're going to be back at 10 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow morning. We've got a bunch of surprises in store with you. You're not going to want to miss it. I'll be up on Getter throughout the evening putting up more uh, information about the commemoration of December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day. See you tomorrow morning at 10. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.